Welcome back to what would normally be the trade targets video, but since the trade deadlines have hit, we're going to look towards 2024. This could be actually a really fun video. I'm excited for this one, and it was inspired by a tweet from my man, Sam Sherman. Now, Sam does really good work over at Establish the Run. He does their waiver wire podcast every single week. He's just a very good Twitter follow. So I will link his stuff down below. I'm sure he'll be on the screen at some point or another. He tweeted something out a few days ago saying, my early guess at 2024 ADP average draft position on underdog fantasy. As most of y'all probably know at this point, underdog runs best ball drafts throughout the entire offseason. Them shits start up like immediately after the Super Bowl. So we will start drafting big as the what? Big as the what? I can't wait to see how this ages. What do you mean? Just like someone's going to get traded and like, oh, just, yeah. this is going to be nowhere. Every close. single, we could redo this video every week. So what we're <laughs> going to do sure. is go through what he, what he guesses is the top 12 ADP next year on underdog, which is half PPR, one quarterback leagues. And then we're also going to give our top 12 rankings projected for the first round of drafts next year. Again, this is not Sam's rankings. These are what he projects the ADP on underdog to be. We'll throw them up on the screen for those of y'all listening via podcast. We'll read the 1 through 12 out for you right now. He is projecting Tyree Kill, C-Mac, CeeDee Lamb, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ra, Puka at 11, Travis Etienne at 12. And then he also has a follow-up tweet about uh, a bunch of guys that he said would be in the mix and then gives like a quick, like questionable sentence about why they probably didn't really make it in there, including dudes like Kelsey Olave, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Nico, Tank Dell, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Debo Ayuk, uh, HN, Kyron, JT, and Pollard. But he has those 12 up there. And J-Mo, I'll move the big lights over to you. Is there anyone on that list or any <laughs> I mean, order there? It's pretty clear. That, uh, that stand out to you that you think maybe don't belong? Uh, ETN, I don't think. Wow, that was the first name. I thought you were going to go towards Puka. No, I like Puka. Okay, interesting. ETN at 12. Um, do you think that your opinion on that is a little bit of a... Stubborn? No, no. I was going to say a recency bias thing. Like, okay, if you take Travis ETN's season up to this point and you flipped it, like what he's done over the last three weeks, you put as week one, two, three, and then what he did in the beginning of the year has been the last three weeks, do you think you'd look at him differently? Possibly. I think no matter what, the first round grade would be too rich for me. Okay. And I'm I'm still going Why? back to the fact that I believe Doug Peterson likes to work with the committee. I think he wanted to this year. It's just Tank Bigsby's that bad. Next year they're gonna take a third rounder running third round running back, maybe a free agent. Like I just as much work ETN is getting and he's putting it to use, I don't think that was Peterson's plan and I think he's gonna try to make sure that doesn't happen next season I agree he doesn't feel like someone who's like a bust but he feels like he's a bad first round pick mm-hmm. uh I, I agree with that I feel like every everything that they did this offseason with tank tank was like elite bad <laughs> like bad. elite levels of he bad fumbles and he couldn't like run a play successfully yeah. it wasn't even the ball didn't even need to go to him for him to <laughs> fuck the play up this year uh so I think they did everything in their power to try to have ETN not be like a full-blown workhorse and were pushed into having it and maybe now, you know, I asked the question of like flipping the season, but maybe the order of how the season played out matters. Maybe ETN slowing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's part of it. Um, so and still, like as much as I'm a homer, like this Jags team just isn't at that elite level of where anyone on this offense should be a first round and I would argue second round pick. Calvin Ridley 
isn't showing he was worth that second round value. Like, no, definitely they're just not. not there at that elite status. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do think they probably need to invest a little bit more in their offensive line and mm-hmm. like see an improvement there. I think objectively, if you look at the offense, though, they'll pr- they'll be a good offense, which is why I'm like, Etienne's not a bust or a full fade by any no. means, but I do agree that like first round is crazy. I'm gonna jump one spot up there, Puka. I get it. I'm not there with him. Really. It, yeah, if I'm I if I'm the number like ten or eleven pick in my draft, Puka's not going to be the guy for me. I probably can't pull that trigger as well. Uh, okay, I guess I'm in two places. A, I agree with Sam. That's where he'll probably be. Really? B, I don't. I can't do that myself. But I think there's a real ch- like he, he's going to go over Cup. I think we would both agree on that. Sure. Cup's still probably well, going to be. Let me let me ask you this though. Actually, Cooper Cup this previous weekend. What did he go, like, eight for 115 in a touchdown? Yeah, they both had to go. What if Cup goes on a tear? What if Cup does that for the next four weeks? Are we now like, ah, Cup's actually a second-rounder again? You know what I mean? It's so fickle. It, it is. It's and really like a week-by-week thing. like you said, this will change every week. I, I like Puka a lot. I guess th- one of the toughest part about this exercise is projecting next year. Like Predicting off-season moves, it's simple. Yeah, like Sean McVay could fucking retire. Like, yeah. he's talked about it they before. Could tr- I don't think they will because they have such a good relationship. They probably should trade Cup. Like, right. like right. that's probably a smart front office move that they won't do. And then the question begs, like, sure, we've seen Puka be good without Cup, but, like, a full season of, what if it's, like, the Juju thing, where Juju was amazing as a rookie, you know, big Fair. big year or whatever, and then it's, like, as soon as Antonio Brown left, Juju couldn't handle being the alpha on the team. And I'm not saying Puka, that's Puka. I think Puka's awesome, and he's earned every bit of, like, of near the turn. But I'm not there with him at 11 when you have other guys behind him that I, I probably would take a bump. Another thing is... He's he, I can't really factor this in entirely, but he is always like Puka's questionable. Puka's dealing with this. Like he's not the biggest guy. He yeah. is banged up. Like next this year, he's actually getting kind of lucky. Going to put up 16, 17 games next year. It could be he still has a good season, but it's only twelve or thirteen games. And now it's like that's not a first round. Yeah, and I, I can't predict injuries, but it's definitely not a first round asset. I would be fully happy or confident in. Yeah. I will say if all if all stays equal, like this offense stays in place, McVeigh's there, Stafford's still there, like they're the same team they were this year going into next year. I, I mean, I don't know when you want to get to it, but I think Kyron should almost be Yeah, what I think we should do is work through up here and then kind of uh maybe work backwards about guys that we would put up or okay. guys that we would expect not to be drafted uh where he currently projects them to go. Because it like jumping back I don't see a world where Devon HN is not a first round pick next year. I think the hype will just be out of control. Correct. And I'm probably uh, see it's tough. Like I have him on my list, but I'm like, I just don't know if I can pull that trigger because Mike McDaniel, like with the Niners, he didn't care. He just like who you're taking turns. I don't think it's gonna matter with HN though. Maybe he, I think he might only he can, need 150 carries yep. in the entire year, but I think that's I think that's real. And that brings me to the next point of like Gibbs at nine feels rich knowing the way that they use David Montgomery right now. I, I don't know if I have a strong take on it. Like, I do actually think Gibbs will be a first-round pick. Like, yeah. again, this is not Sam's rankings. These are where he projects ADP to land. And I think people are going to be wildly high on Gibbs. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the RB2 next year in draft. Ah, uh, that's... I disagree. RB2? I don't think any, I don't think anyone's going to put him about Bijan or CMC. Right now, rest of the season. Do you ra- would you rather have Gibbs or Bijan? I still like Bijan. But next year, I'm... I don't know, dude. Next year, like, I would argue Bijan's, like, my RB1. Not over C-Mac. Based on what? He gets hurt. Big as the what? Okay, so this is this is a little bit of my... I am in on Bijan, 
with the hope the Falcons make some moves. Sure. I can't project that right now or predict it. But if they may if they had an offseason I was happy with, I would have him as like RB one. Is there any quarterback move? Can you name one that exists? A move happens that doesn't make Bijan that doesn't make you feel more comfortable about Bijan. Uh say that again. Desmond Ritter is not the starter next year. Yeah. I can't tell you who it is, but it's anyone besides Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke. Is there you, someone that could be Can worse? you name someone where there's a downgrade? Jimmy G. Okay. You feel I don't I don't even know if it's a downgrade, it's just a stagnant move, I okay. guess. Where it's like I probably wouldn't be in on him as an RB two. I would need some change for him to be the RB one that I want him to be, and I think he can be. But if they just make a lateral move where Arthur Smith gets Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill, or just some vet just because to throw a name in there. Yeah. But if they can't get an above average play, like even Goff, I think could just make this team a little bit better. Not that he's on the trading block and Goff, he just makes running backs so good, yeah, right? That's why Jameer Gibbs Todd is Gurley, up there right yeah. Now. So Bijan could easily This is get, also in the hope like Arthur Smith is gone. Right. And this is what I'm saying. We're projecting a lot. And yeah. I feel like in the offseason is is almost pure upside projection. Mm-hmm. Almost no one goes, mm, I'm actually gonna account for what if they keep Desmond Ritter? What if they bring on a rookie? struggles for his entire you know like n- people don't necessarily project yeah. for that but and i think that's a very could, realistic option it for the could Falcons. also be like if say they keep ritter or they take the rookie if they go to the playoffs and even if they lose first round if Bijan has like a 150 yard game a touchdown and a loss that is going to carry over so far in the next year because that's his most recent game maybe i just i there's been something that's like off with Bijan as a fantasy player this year and i think if you've but that's that's almost why I almost like him because he's like RB eight, and I feel like nothing's going well. Like if things, things have gone well, but like in my my counterpoint is that like not everything always improves. Everyone's always like, oh, they added these pieces, the offense lines to be Fair. better. Sometimes it just gets worse, like or it's just stagnant. And I feel like Bijan, we already know what the situation is, so just projecting pure upside feels like a little bit of a reach. Where Gibbs, right now, we know Detroit's offense is going to be probably really fucking good for the foreseeable future. So I'm not arguing that I would take Gibbs over Robinson, but I think there's a real chance that people will. I think we could throw Brees in there as well. I agree. I would definitely get to him, and he was he's in my top 12. Yeah. Right. We'll grab at the end of the um, video. Now, the wide receivers, interesting. The Jefferson disposition, now I saw Sam jumping around in the comments a little bit where everyone's like, you're way too low on Jefferson. I think that's probably the first thing that everyone sees. Jefferson, I think you could argue all the way back up at the 101. Question becomes quarterback. How was his reasoning? Like, he truly yeah. doesn't think Kirk's there. Which, that feels like too much of, like, a Twitter take. I think there's a super real chance that Kirk yeah. is back and they just sign him to a one- or two-year deal. In that case, I'd feel good about Jefferson again because mm-hmm. we've already seen what he's going to do. Um, I, w- I would put a higher likelihood of Kirk being back than someone else being a starter there. And I'm fine with taking Jamar as, like, a top-two pick. Over which of those top-two guys? Like, you don't want C-Mac as a top-two guy. Top three guy. You seem hesitant. Jamar might be like one on one. I'm getting spicy. Why? Yeah, just think he's wide receiver five this year and Burrow And was not even close to what those guys do. Fair. Tyreek and C Mac. Fair, fair, fair. But he's also not even close of the same situation. Like he's got Jake Browning and for the first month Burrow is struggling. And and I'm going back to the Bijan thing where I'm just assuming it's gonna be better. It w- it will be better, but my it's not just like, all right. I also don't think Tyreek's going to go for 1,500 yards three years in a row. No, no wide receiver ever has done it. I think he's – I don't think it matters. I, I don't think that's, I don't think he will. I mean, Tyreek's been just unbelievable in Miami. I don't see anything changes changing there. Um, the one thing I will say, and this is like a conspiracy theory of mine again right now with Tyreek, Tyreek came out, I think, last year. It might have been in between last year and this year, and, and he said he wanted to play three more years. 
Like he was like this already contract. He was already putting out a retirement thing. Yeah. And then I started watching the in season Miami Dolphins um hard knocks. I was watching some of the episodes and he was like, I never dedicated myself to be like more of a family man. I never he was like football was always my first focus. Football was always like my everything. And now I'm like a husband first, a father first, all that kind of stuff first. He's like I put a little bit less into football and I make sure that I'm like even keeled in that way. And he attributes his big season to that. But in my mind, I almost feel like there could be some sort of riding into the sunset with Tyreek Hill that mm-hmm. maybe happens sooner. And again, very conspiracy theory ish, but like, so he's keep going still my fucking receiver one. Okay. And probably it seems topic. like the arguments going towards where he might shouldn't be worth the wide receiver one. I, I just play devil's advocate on like okay. everything all the time. But I think Jamar chase it. You know, I'm big on like, just you were your best ever. You're probably not going to do that again. That's kind of what I'm go- like. This Miami offense is like historically good. Well, Tyree Kill is a story. Yeah, I'm banking on them to not do that back to back seasons. I mean, he already d- he already did it back to back seasons, right? For a third time. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm so fucking in. Um, I CD. I probably would not have the, at the 103. If the season ended today, I could see that happening again. He's because he's guessing this is going to be such a reactionary, like, look what they did at the end of mm-hmm. the season kind of thing. If Jefferson plays the last three games healthy, goes over 100 yards, he's back up. Diggs, this one feels could go either way. Mm-hmm. He's been on a bad streak he's right one, now. It's like, is he going to be a bill? Right. If he goes, yeah, facts. He might not be a bill next year. If he's not with Josh Allen, I don't feel great I, about I am, him. I am so emotional with the Bills where it's like, if they get in the playoffs, they're the last team I want to play. Or, like, they need to just fucking get rid of McDermott, get rid of – make everyone happy. Like, just so lopsided every week with them. Yeah, and Diggs has struggled a little bit. But for me, I, I, I'm i kind of trying to step out of it and be like, Diggs is Diggs. We saw what he did in the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. We've seen what he's done for fucking five straight years now. Let's not overreact to anything there. I don't think he'll go as high as six, but I think he'll end up being in that, like, eight, nine range like he was pretty much all offseason here. At six, no, but I think wide receiver, whatever that is, five, that itself is probably for. Yeah, I think I'd probably end up putting him maybe a couple spots below those, like, that running back tier is really where I'd end up. Uh, Terry Kills, C-Max, CD, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, business as usual. I think most of those guys will will be in that range-ish somewhere. I just feel like also with Dallas and CD, I almost – I think they might try and just not need to rely on a pass attack. Yeah, my question is, like, like Sam put – Pollard at the end there, the very last player listed, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, not even. Yeah, Pollard's over. It's fucking over. Might as well dust And he's on the tag, off. right? So he's probably going to walk, or they're going to make him walk. Yeah, most likely. So I will read off who I have as my top 12 ranking. I have C-Mac at one, Tyree Kill at two, Jefferson at three, Jamar Chase at four, CD at five, Amon Ra at six, Bijan seven, Gibbs eight, Brees Hall nine, Devon Chan ten, A.J. Brown, 11, Garrett Wilson. So the guys that I slid in there that weren't in the original one are Brees Hall, Devon A. Chan, and Garrett Wilson. And then just speaking in terms of, like, guys that I think will be in the underdog ADP. So those 12 that I just read off were my ranking. But, again, I don't think there's a way that Devon A. Chan is not in the top 12 next year. Uh, Brees Hall, if – and everything points towards Aaron Rodgers being back next year and being their quarterback so far with all the hype of him playing this year – if Aaron Rodgers is under center, I think people are going to talk themselves into Brees Hall as a top 12 pick. And honestly, I'd be okay with that at the turn. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much in on Brees Hall. I think he's a really good player. Um, and obviously, if Rodgers is back, that would lend itself to Garrett Wilson being 
a big time player as well. And then I have a tier of like 20 guys that I think you can argue anywhere from the 13th spot down to like the 30 spot that we could run through in a little bit, but you want to uh, share your rankings? Yeah. This So like I have Bijan and Chase as my one and two. That's okay. like if everything goes okay, but Bijan, Chase, Tyreek, CMC, that's my four, five. I have Jefferson, six. I have AJ Brown, seven. I have Lamb, eight. I have Brees. Oh, sorry. Eight, I have Diggs. Nine, I have Brees. Ten, Kyron. Eleven, A-Chain. Twelve is Jonathan Taylor. But there's one wide receiver I want to – I'm not putting him as a top 12 wide receiver. Is he in my second tier? No. There? He's not. Okay, hold on. It's – it's it's uh you're not going to get it. I think the hype around Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, okay. Is going to be okay. that high. Okay. Because we've seen this year a rookie <sighs> wide receiver, Puka. We've seen – just or Jamar Chase two years ago. What's the ago. highest we've ever seen a rookie get drafted in redraft? This all depends where he gets drafted, but if he gets like a Kyler Murray or just some situ- situation where he gets a QB in best ball, he's gonna go that stupid high. That's um, I don't agree with it, but it's probably going to happen. Wasn't even thinking about that. So he's gonna get top three draft capital in the NFL draft. Yeah, and with that, like this year, he could be lucky enough to. To a lot of times, if you're like a top three pick, mm-hmm. you're going to a place with a shit quarterback. But the way this year is kind of playing out, Arizona's an option. <laughs> Luckily, it's not Carolina. That Kyler, right? Kyler, uh, maybe Chicago. So Justin mm-hmm. Fields, possibly, or another good like rookie quarterback or something. Who are the other like guys in the top? Like New England, obviously, would be a shit show. Okay. Um, I'm actually thinking like who actually has been the highest drafted rookie wide receiver in fantasy? I feel like we haven't really seen it's many go above have, like, like because even Chase fourth. Like, Burrow was coming off his ACL. No one really knew. Jefferson obviously did This year, people, like, JSN went. He ended up, by the end of the summer, he was, like, a mid-fifth round pick. But even that's, like, really early. No, there's probably someone that got, like, second, third um, ever. Dude, it's it's been moving up and up each year. But, like, it started way back. Like, people never took rookie wide receivers. And they started moving them up. Which is why that's the hesitance for, hesitancy for me. But it's a good call. Like, I, I do think he will be like a top 30 pick, and yeah. and maybe he'll have enough hype. If he lands with a good quarterback, he could be a top 20 pick like, or something like if that. If a team that's good trades up for him, if this is like, oh, my God, I'm getting so far out there. If the Chiefs get said, here's our first this year, here's our first next year, and they have Marvin Harrison Jr., he is a top 10 pick. Yeah, probably. That is not going to happen, <laughs> but that would that would be a good move by the Chiefs. That's fair. They should um, so do that. Okay, so those are our top 12 rankings, and here are guys, I, I again, I, I have a group of like, JT six or seven running backs. Yeah. I mean, I, you could definitely argue JT into there. Um, I think just like not having a great year this year is going to push him back, but him a full year with Anthony Richardson would be pretty cool and could easily see him finish as, you know, a top three RB next year. I have Pacheco and this is in no particular order. These are guys that I think will go anywhere from pick 13 all the way through pick like 35. Mm -hmm. So some of them I'll name you like, obviously he's not a fucking first or second round pick, but Pacheco Rashad white, Kyron Williams, Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, Jonathan Taylor, James Cook, Travis Kelsey. Wide receivers, I have oh, I didn't even have Diggs in the top twelve. I Damn. think I I think I I think that was a, an oversight. Uh, but Diggs, Nico, Debo, Ayuk, Puka, Tank Dell, Drake London, Michael Pittman, Chris Olave, Zay Flowers, Rashi Rice. And then my other my other conversation I think that needs to be had, and I don't know if I'll know an answer until we see actual like I want to see advance rates on underdog to see Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts where those guys were because they were really heavily drafted as like back end of the second, early third Mm -hmm. round quarterbacks. And those two are like the QB one and two this year. So I want to know 
in like a world where Mahomes is like the Mahomes Kelsey stack is killing people. Yeah, best best, best ball. Yeah, That's not that, and those were that was like the early stack of the, those like elite uh, duos. Right now, Allen and uh, of the duos that were like picked early, I guess like Hertz and AJ Brown's a great one. Obviously, Allen and Diggs worked really well, but this was the first year that everyone went back to like picking QBs early. So I wonder if because everyone's like, oh, they're so elite, they just score so many points. You need those on your team. I wonder if that actually. I wonder if like using a premium pick on them worked. I want to say. Allen and Hertz probably did. Yeah. And I think there's probably an argument for them to be like top 15 picks now. That and the Dak CD stack has got to be paying so many dividends to people. Yeah, Dak's been really good. Uh, it, it, I it, wouldn't I wouldn't pick him just because he doesn't have that rushing upside. No, no, no. Yeah, not to that level. But I'm saying advance rates, Dak's got to be in one of the top percentages. But to kind of counter that, it's like because of so many goddamn other quarterbacks being hurt, Burrows out the year. Kirk was putting up insane fantasy numbers, like QB six or top five. Yeah. Rodgers immediately. Obviously, none of these guys would have been one and two like Allen and Hurts. There are a lot of top ten fantasy QBs that just. Is there anyone on this list? Well, I guess Rashi's high. I mean, I know he's like. Yeah, I just kind of threw him in there because he's he's a dude. Uh, this one is is like a mixture of guys I think could be on the borderline. Like Kyron Williams have no problem. Assuming that like everything stays equal what it is now. They don't draft like a fucking round three or four running back. I think McVay is so fucking bought yeah, into Kyron, which makes 20 me touches plus awesome. And he's been so good on the goal line. Uh, Rashad White's been sneaky. So good. And like, no one thought Tampa was going to be good. So Pacheco, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Evans, should he be there? Like I, the QBs got indeterminate, but it does tell us like if Baker's resigned, uh, run it back. Uh, taking Mike Evans is like a borderline first feels weird. Okay, not first, but this second tier of like Yeah, he should he probably should have been in there. I'm like not sure where he's round. going though, because they remember they like stopped doing contract negotiations before the season started. Yeah, so he's I'm not so sure where cheap. he's uh I'm not sure where he what if he's a Panther? What if they spend big money on him? That's the wide receiver. Everyone everyone's saying T. Higgins. Everyone's saying T. Higgins. And I mean, dude, he's old. It's like how many more bags are you gonna get? Capitalize now while you can. I think he's just going to have some nah, self-respect and numbers he, under his belt. He'll go to a contender. Um, but It'd be kind of cool if he just went to Cincy. Like, can they let T walk? That would be fire. That would be gas. That would be so sick. Um, yeah, Kyron's definitely there. I think the argument for Pacheco, depending on what they do with CEH and Jarek McKinnon, like what if those two are both out of KC and they're just using like Daenerys Prince as his backup? I think people will talk themselves into Pacheco top 15. Yeah, but I probably couldn't do it. Just because Unlikely. with the Chiefs, they're the one team where we always talk about the hot hand. They'll ha- they'll trade that shit out immediately. You're having a rough patch. This guy's not. Nico. I think there's a real chance Nico team ADP too. Yeah, so every year in best ball, it's like the key to winning best ball is like find the team no one's talking about. Like if you took a bunch of late round Texans this year, you're advancing. The year before. Um, kind of like the Lions maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Detroit, uh, the Seahawks, probably. No one wanted mm-hmm. anything to do with that. So I, I sent a uh, Rudman from Underdog put up like the 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 team that won the regular season best ball mania this year, and he posted his draft. And you look at the guys that he hit on. It was it's an eighteen round draft. His eighteenth round pick was Kyron. His seventeenth round pick was Zach Moss. His sixteenth was Gus Edwards. His fifteenth was Tank Dell. His fourteenth was Brock Purdy. In the eleventh, he had Nico. In the 10th, he had Raheem Mostert, Cortland Sutton, Rashad White, James Cook, Hawkinson, Keenan, Josh Allen Diggs. Like, it was just fucking exemplary right there. And those are the guys that you're looking for. But, like, oh, Nico. Taking both Nico and Tank's pretty way to hit on that. Facts, dude. Right? Like, you're buying into that, and you don't go with Stroud there, which yeah. is even crazier. It's like your QB3 or something. But that, like, the Stroud hype this offseason is going to be oh my crazy. God. 
He's going to be drafted like where Burrow and Herbert work. Mm-hmm. Just pick the gunslinger. And I mean, I can't. And I don't blame anybody. Yeah, I can't for make that. a tough argument against and him. And that's why it's like Nico Tank. You'd rather Nico over Tank? Or are you just going to take the cheapest one? Dude, to be honest, I, I really like player themselves. I really like Tank. I think I might still lean Nico, though. I think Nico is going to settle in around like, I'm going to say 15. And then Tank's probably going to go. I don't know if either will go that high. Dude, I think you're. I think you're underestimated. You got to like try to remember what like late August, early September looked like for some of these dudes. Like the hype of I guess, guys. I guess they'll be taken like that JSN mid fifth round by the yeah. end of the summer last year. But like we didn't even throw in DK. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's a first rounder. No, I'm talking about this second batch. Oh, uh, yeah. I probably meant to. I think by that point, I was more just like, okay, okay. um, Nico, I think will be 15. I think Tank, Tank Dell will be. Shit, I think he'll be the at the two, three turn. Think about, okay, Tank Dell. Think about think about like at that price rate I'd go with Tank. Olave. Yeah. Yeah, the rookie year. He was getting picked like 15, 16 by the end yeah, of the that's summer. True. Like you think Tank Dell's gonna have the same hype. Last year, Olave, Higgins, and Devonta and Waddle were all like, like 18, 19, 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where that group of like Nico, Tank Dell, these wide receivers are gonna go. Brandon Ayuk will be a second round pick. Debo will be a second round pick. It's gonna be This is a Waddle year. <laughs> <laughs> Happy for you. Uh what about Michael Pittman? Sneaky? Dude, he gets. He's been low key. He's like the new awesome. Keenan Allen. He's like he lead. just eats targets. He's a beast. And he's gonna get AR back. He was him and Mike thing? Evans are the best mics in the league. Like if they were going at like wide receiver thirty three and thirty five this off season, they were so. Drake <laughs> London's another one where I, if we get a quarterback change, the Drake London hype's gonna go crazy, and it's like gonna be kind of warranted. But I probably won't pick him where he ends up. I don't know if it's gonna be as crazy thing. I think people are gonna blow on him. Where was he going this year? Right around that Mike Evans range. Third? Oh no, he was going like was Jared earlier. Judy. Jared Judy fours. going there. But now like seeing what he can do with Desmond Ritter at QB. If we go out and we get, I unfortunately I think their best route is going to be a rookie QB, and it's going to have to take another year. Well, you're not our GM, so it's not f- true. <laughs> they should just trade do. everything for like. We should have traded Pitts while he had value. Should have ne- so not drafted Pitts. Imagine taking a tight end at four <laughs> overall. I mean, God. like you could have traded. Think about it, you could have traded the fourth overall pick for any tight end in the league you wanted. Facts. But instead, you just you <laughs> grab a project. I mean, I think he is good. He's got great hands. Gonna be at our combine. <laughs> Turn into a bad up. Oh God. Um, I don't know if Zay Flowers is gonna be a f- top three round pick. I can see him going round. at the turn of the three. You four, think? Though. Okay, so while we have like an idea of the first three rounds, you think there's any other tight end that sneaks back in here? Like that's where Andrews was going um, last year. I could see Andrews being there. I could see this last five weeks. I think is gonna be really important for guys like McBride and Kincaid. To see how Kincaid performs when Knox is now back, mm. and McBride to see if he can do it for a long period of time, I think the Laporta hype is going to be fucking insane. Obviously, so I could see him sneaking into the back of the third. Early, he'll be like third, fourth round. I think the the middle rounds would be littered with yeah. Like TJ's going to get it. I mean, he's going to have a thousand. He's going to be. Oh yeah, I should have put TJ in here. Probably he'll be. A third I feel like this will be another year with all those other guys that are like young and have hype. You might be able to get Kittle on a discount. Yeah, maybe. I kind of think I want the young dudes, though. <laughs> Just give me eight points a game <laughs> every week. Hey. Cubs, Cubs going to be like crazy yeah, value. All these guys, like Devontae, all these guys will end up going in here most I think likely. Devontae is going to be a jet. This is just an off-season video. Um, I, I could see it. Devontae, Garrett, Wilson, Rodgers, and Brees. And then the That's team probably just, something I just stay away from. They just implode, yeah. yeah <laughs> They're gonna, just going to be don't. terrible. Nah, I would draft Brees there. Ah. Actually, that <laughs> wide receiver group would be impossible. I think I'd want to. Be, That's. I think it, I'd over-index. I'm back in. I'm back in on Tyler Croft. There's no way both of them go for a thousand. Tyler Croft. Yeah. What do you mean? 
It, dude, they're going to be the only ones that get targets there. <laughs> take us All away. right, Jamal. Take us away. All right. That's our 2024 predictions. Tyreek Hill's overrated. Mark Chase underrated. Marvin Harrison Jr. properly rated. <laughs> we will be back next week for 2025. Give us a like. Give us a sub. Give us some love. Peace. <laughs>